Hello and welcome to the Stock Podcast. I'm Nate Abercrombie, the host of the only investing podcast that gives everyone the chance to hear public company CEOs and CFOs describe their business and provide the investment case for their company. In this episode, the Stock Podcast is really excited to bring you an interview with Darren Gachicha, who is the acting CEO and CFO of Eden Enterprises. Eden is a privately held company based out of California, and it's one of the few vertically integrated cannabis companies in the state. Now, just a little bit of history about cannabis in the United States and California. California was the first state to legalize medical marijuana when they passed Prop 215 in 1996. Then in 1998, Alaska, Washington, D.C., Oregon, and Washington State legalized medical marijuana, followed by Maine in 1999, and then my home state of Colorado in 2000. But it wasn't until 2012 when Colorado and Washington became the first two states to legalize the recreational use of marijuana. California ultimately legalized recreational marijuana in 2016. Today, recreational use of marijuana is allowed in 10 states, and medical use, at least the limited medical use of marijuana is permitted in 35 states. It's pretty crazy when you think about it. Five years ago, marijuana was only legal for recreational use in two states, and now it's legal in 10 states. The point is legalization of marijuana is on the horizon. I mean, think about it. The state of Oklahoma, one of the reddest states in the United States, legalized the use of medical marijuana just last year. And it's my opinion that the legalization of cannabis is a good thing. These rule changes are for the better. Sure, you can say that the last thing we need is another addictive, harmful substance in society, but I'm not so certain that including cannabis in the same buckets as some of the other drugs or controlled substances is appropriate. I don't think this podcast is the best place to talk about all the different debates around, well, just the pros and cons around cannabis. But one thing is certainly clear, legalization of cannabis creates additional income for states and municipalities. So just focusing on Colorado, because that's where I live, since cannabis has been legalized, marijuana taxes, licenses, and fee revenue has amounted to $905 million in revenue for the state. And who knows how much more revenue the state has generated through additional tourism as a result of legalization of cannabis. According to Marijuana Business Daily, both legal and black market sales of marijuana amounted to more than $52 billion in the U.S. last year. Now, that's a large amount of money. And if you tack on a roughly 25 to 30% tax, which is essentially the tax in Colorado, the U.S. could generate another 10 to $15 billion in incremental tax revenue. Sure, that's a drop in the bucket when you think about the overall GDP in the United States. But, you know, 10 to $15 billion could... I don't know, fund something like a wall along our southern border. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, because Eden Enterprises is not a public company, we're not going to talk about the financials, and I won't be providing a summary at the end of this podcast because, well, there's no need to summarize. Darren does a really good job of describing his business and the cannabis industry, and it's a real pleasure to have him on the program. And just a little bit of background about Darren I first met Darren when he worked for an investment bank. He was a Wall Street analyst covering oil field services. He's a super friendly guy, really bright, and it's just a real pleasure to have him on the podcast to talk about, well, the cannabis industry. Before we get to the interview, I'd like to ask for you to consider supporting the program. This podcast is a full-time job for me, and if you do get a lot of value from the IWTB podcast, please check out the Support the Show page. Just go to the website and click on Support the Show. There's a lot of different ways that you can support the IWTB podcast. 
So without further ado, let's get to the interview with Eden Enterprises' Darren Gachicha. Darren Gachicha, thank you so very much for joining the podcast. Thank you for having me. Uh, it's a pleasure. And, um, and, and so I, I would like to hear just a little bit about your background, obviously, I know a, a little bit, given the fact that we used to work together, but um, but I, I'd love to hear just kind of how you got into the business. No, it, it's been kind of an interesting path. I mean, uh, I've, I've had an affiliation with the plant since I was in college, um, like I think a lot of people do. Um, having gone to school in Maine, I went to Bowdoin. Um, you know, I think back then, probably still true now, that the number one cash crop in Maine. I haven't seen the official stats, but I'm willing to believe that uh, that it's probably cannabis. And you know, I started my experience there just as a as a person that was experimenting and doing that. Um, obviously, you know, uh, having worked on, I you know, I graduated in the late '90s. I worked on Wall Street for roughly 20 years, both uh, on the buy side and sell side as a research analyst. Uh, you know, following anything from Russian oil companies to shipping companies to, you know, my first job out of school was actually uh, at a hedge fund covering retail gaming and lodging um, as a very glorified gopher for a senior analyst. And so I've had a, a, a wide range of experience there. And frankly, when, you, when you're heading down that path, you know, uh, I kind of moved away from cannabis for a while just because it wasn't part of uh, the kind of the culture of being in New York City and doing that to the same degree that it was. Um, being in college. In 2016, I decided to leave the equities business. You know, it's a, a much longer discussion about why, but I think the, the advent and, and the rise of ETFs um, versus actively managed money and what's happening to fee structures and just the business in general, uh, I, I, just, I just saw better opportunities elsewhere. So I looked around uh, initially thinking I was going to be in the startup world, maybe on the East Coast. Uh, and decided to kind of come to the hotbed of, of startup activity in California. Um, I came here, I was very briefly a, uh, C- the CFO of a, a rideshare company. But like many startups, you can kind of tell if things are going to work or not kind of soon into the, into the process. I decided that, uh, you know, with, the, with wishing everybody the best, that uh, I, I definitely needed to, to take a different, a different move. Interestingly, one of, the, um, one of the advisor board members was a guy that basically built the North Face. And so I was recruited out and was uh, working on raising a VC uh, fund for basically, you know, lifestyle brands and the rest with him. Uh, and while that happened, I, I came across and met the people here at uh, Eden Enterprises. And I, I just thought this is an amazing opportunity. There's very few times you can get involved in a business at its genesis phase um, yeah. where, you know, there's very few people that look like me and act like, you know, kind of with my background is, more, is what I'm going to here where you can really maybe impact the, the evolution of a business. And, you know, what's fascinating is I, I came out here thinking about startups. The one thing that this, this sort of startup business or startup industry has is already a, a pretty active and, and, and large install base of users. So I, I you know, obviously I jumped in. Uh, I've been the CFO. I joined in June of, of last year. And, uh, no, it's been, it's been fun basically, you know, putting together a company and, you know, getting no, a new business. And that's, you know, I've been, I've been learning as much as I've been doing as I've gone along. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think I noticed that your, at least your title was, you, you're, are you also interim CEO? No, I think that that's accurate. Um, I, I, I tend to, to, to make sure I kind of work under the moniker of, of chief financial officer first, but yes. I'm, uh, I'm in, a, I'm in a, there, there is a kind of a multi-capacity, um, but the, the company basically, the way it runs, it's, 
is there's a three, four, three person board. Um, I'm one of those three people. Um, most of the large strategic decisions are made at the board level um, and then kind of implemented down the chain. I see. Okay. So could you talk just a little bit about, or at least provide us with uh, a, a little history of the cannabis industry in, in California? So, you know, obviously it's different in every state. I'm here in Colorado and it's been legal for a few years. W- what's the history in, in, in California? Was it was it medical first and then available for recreational use as well? Yeah, basically in, I think it was 1996, they, um, they passed the Compassionate Care Act. And that was basically when everybody got their medical cards and you were able to use for medical purposes. In beginning of, of Jan 1 of 2018, recreational use came online. That was obviously, it was voted in, I think it was Prop 64 um, in 2016 that, that turned the law here. There's always a lag between kind of the vote to do something and the execution of it because there needs to be kind of rulemaking and, and implementation put in. But that's now, you know, 2018 was a lot saw a lot of kind of the implementation of the new regulation rules and all the rest. And frankly, they continue to evolve. And, and part of, uh, you know, Eden's mission is to make sure that we're part of that dialogue and helping that happen. Because I do think it is a partnership between the government, you know, the state government, the municipalities and, and the industry to make sure that, that things are put in place and the rules are put in place that are, you know, manageable, but really effective to, to what people are trying to do. You want to obviously you know, have cannabis in the, in the hands of, you know, people of age and you want to make sure that it's used responsibly. Yeah. Yeah. And, and how has just sort of the, the, the laws and the rules, how have they changed in California over the past several years? I mean, have they, what, what is the market structure like and, and what are the rules around the cannabis industry in California and how have they changed? It's a great question. And it's also a very dynamic one in terms of even how to answer it. So like I joined last June and it's been, it's been a steep learning curve coming up, learning about kind of the, the regulations, the different bodies. I mean, it really comes down to, you know, any operation you have requires permitting and licensing from a, from the state level all the way down to the local level. And so like, if you think about the dispenser business, that's one of our businesses that we're in. And so going in there, we have, licenses to operate in three locations. We have one that's one that's open and operational. But even as we look at expanding our footprint, that's that goes on a town by town basis. I, I've gone to a number of the local you know, to local municipality meetings where there's a moratorium on allowing, you know, a dispensary to be there. And huh. it's mainly because I think that they wanted to see how the rules play it out and how these things manage. And there's a, still a stigma to thinking that the type of person that's going to be at a dispensary has a, a certain look or profile or maybe they're dangerous or whatever the nefarious aspect of kind of our legacy view on the industry and, and people that use cannabis, you know, whatever that is in people's heads. But, you know, I've actually sat there and, you know, there was one meeting I went to and I'll leave the town out of it. But, you know, I went to the meeting and the, the person who was the head of the Republican Party for that county, even though he was only on the board for the town, you know, I went and I talked to them afterward and, you know, I made sure I introduced myself and, you know, you had this, the head of the Republican party, which you think kind of philosophically would be against yeah. um, cannabis anyway, he'd actually flipped. So to look at it a different way, because what's happened is, is that a lot of these people that are regulating or kind of on the, on the local government level are going to visit dispensaries and they're looking around and they're realizing it's just everyday people. 
it's not some nefarious bad subsection of the population. There's just there's a lot of people that consume cannabis for any litany of reasons, whether that's recreational, whether it's medicinal, or you know however they want to view it. And so, I think once you go and you know you come to a like you know our dispensary in Hayward Garden of Eden, you know you come. We just remodeled it and reopened it in September uh, of last year. I mean the place is immaculate. The people behind the counters are knowledgeable, clean, you know, well dressed present well or you know you show up there's a smile on their face there's nobody smoking any cannabis or anything like that on the premises and it looks like any other store that you'd go to so i think that you have an evolution that's happened cycle like the, the, the psychological part of your answer is that's what's happening across the state as the rules kind of formalize now we could go into a very very long conversation about all the little nits, nips and tucks around all the different rules, whether it's around packaging, whether it's labeling, whether it's on making sure that you're you're meeting certain standards on how things are transported or whatever the case may be. And those are all things that sort of come online um, over time. And that's one of the difficult things on the on the players in the industry is as they change, it requires investment and requires transition, right? If you'd like to continue listening to this interview, you'll need to become a member. To become a member, visit the website at thestockpodcast.com. Members have access to all full-length episodes. So go to the website, thestockpodcast.com, and click membership at the top. And with that, take care and good luck with your portfolio.